N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 302 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian. As always, joined by my co-host, Chris. You? Yo, brother, tomorrow night, it all starts ALDS game one. Garrett Cole will be on the bump for the Yankees to start their uh, po- their postseason run that will hopefully lead us deep into the month of October. You anxious or you excited? I'm ready, bro. I'm actually, I'm super excited (laughs) right now. Maybe tomorrow at some point the nerves will hit. I was telling Pete before we signed on here, I'm going in to this game tomorrow uh, feeling good about Garrett Cole. I don't know why. He's not giving us a reason to. Again, I've said on this show numerous times, it could be false hope. It could be that it's just something I need to hold on to, but that's that's the guy. That's the number one. Uh, the Yankees mascot, Nestor Cortez, will take the ball in game two. Uh, and then Seve will take the ball in game three. We'll break all that down as the show goes on. We're previewing AL, the ALDS. Uh, one guy that will not, but we got to get started with this. Okay. We, this is supposed to be you want like the positive, a, you got to take it with some negative, okay? I mean, this is this is supposed to be like the hype show, the positivity, like, yeah, we're here finally to post. And it will be, show. and it will be. But it wouldn't be the New York Yankees without a little bit of bullshit. And uh, it came out yesterday that uh, Aroldis Chapman decided that Showing up for a mandatory workout was just something that he didn't want to do. Aaron Boone uh, told him, uh, hey, bro, if you don't want to be here, stay the fuck home. We don't need you. He will not be on the ALDS roster. And then it came out today from Bob Nightingale that uh, Aroldis Chapman called the Yankees and said, I'm only coming up. If you guarantee me a spot on the roster and the Yankees said, no, we want to see you pitch for, you know, go through workouts first. And he was like, deuces. And the Yankees were like, no, fuck you, dude. Get so, the fuck out. A role this Chapman. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do a hype video. I'm going to do a hype video. And it's just going to be 10 minutes. It's going to be 10 minutes of Yankee fans. It's going to be dramatic music in the background. And it's going to be 10 minutes of Yankee fans with like a black background faded. And it's just going to come in from black. And it's going to be Yankee fan going, thank you. And then it's going to black out. And then another group of Yankee fans, thank you. And then maybe a family of Yankee fans saying thank you in unison. And that's going to go on for 10 minutes. And then at the end, it's just going to be Araldus Chapman. Thank you, you piece of fucking garbage for not showing up so I don't even have to fucking worry about if your loser ass is going to be in a playoff game this year. You fucking waste. Thank you. Thank you. So that you don't... You want to know what? You want to know when we should have fucking known 
the second that ball cleared the wall and he had that fucking smirk on his face. That's when we should have known. Shame on the Yankees for even continuing to pitch this guy. We could have cut ties with him months ago. They knew what kind of guy he was. They knew he wasn't a team player. So thank you, Araldis. Thank you, you piece of fucking shit. Thank you very much. Stay the fuck home. The Yankees were going to put themselves in a position where they were likely going to have to lean on him. And the one thing, and I we've said this going back to the preseason, the one thing we couldn't have happen this year was Aroldis Chapman ruining another postseason. And as you said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, at least if the Yankees don't get it done this year, we will not have to see you sit there and smirk on the mound for a third fucking year now where you have just ruined, ruined what was a very good season. This guy is just the... Now, how do I want to say this? Brian Cashman, this is what Brian Cashman defenders like to put him on a pedestal for. Well, he traded a role as Chapman for Glaber Torres, and he got him back. Sometimes it's just good to let things go because outside, and you could say whatever you want about Glaber Torres, but getting him back in a deal for rental is a pretty good deal. I mean, the guy's been an all-star. He's been a very good major league player, except for the majority of his career. So if you can acquire somebody like that for a rental, that's a pretty good maneuver. Yeah. Okay. So Brian Cashman did his job there. And then he brought the guy back. What good has a role as Chapman brought to the Yankees since he came back as a free agent in 2018? Listen, he, he, Nothing great, nothing substantial, nothing significant. But I don't hate the move. This is a move where I'm not going to blame Cashman. I don't know if that's the direction you're going in, but I still think at the time he's one of the most elite relief pitchers in the game. And I think this is a true, genuine case of a guy being a pile of hot garbage when he shouldn't be. He could have saved the Yankee fans a lot of angst and unnecessary anxiety by just letting him go. Okay, comes back. The guy has done nothing to contribute to a championship here. In fact, he's ended more seasons than he's closed. Two to zero. In fact, a role as Chapman, if you recall, tried to piss away the World Series for the Cubs. Okay, we all remember okay, that. Okay. He tried to piss away the World Series for the Cubs. The, the baseball gods would not let him do that. Unfortunately, we have not been so lucky. Okay? We all know uh, Jose, uh, Jose Altuve, Mike Brasso. In fact, he made somebody famous for making a stupid face on camera because of a home run that he gave up to a rookie in Rafael Devers. So thank you for all of that role is Chapman, but your greatest contribution to the Yankees is being a selfish prick. And now we do not have to worry about you ruining another postseason. See, the Yankees now, they went only so far, though, because they have not ruled out if they get past the, the Guardians. They have not ruled out bring him back. There's no, there is absolutely no way the Yankees can put this guy in the 
on the roster. The, the Yankees are trying to win a World Series. You cannot have a guy in that room that is not all in. You have guys like Matt Carpenter and, and Andrew Benintendi and Clay Holmes and all these guys that are hurt and, and, and DJ LeMayu that are hurt and are doing everything in their fucking power to get back on the field and help and help this. And Andrew Benintendi's been here for two months. Carpenter's been here three months. A Rose Chapman's been here five years. You can't even fucking, he can't even be bothered to come up here and go and do a workout. <clears throat> to go through a workout. You know, I'm being serious. Do you know that if you asked me at this point in time, would I rather Matt Carpenter close a game in the postseason or Chapman? I'd actually choose Matt Carpenter at this point because you are, you, if the, I don't think the Yankees would even consider it. I don't understand why they can never just go the distance with something. Like, the Yankees can never just do something right fully. It can never just be fully correct. They always have to leave that little bit where you're just like, <clears throat> I mean, this was a great move. This was like a, you don't give a fuck, stay home. I loved it. It's like, uh, if we get to the next round, maybe. No. No. Unless there's, like, something in his contract they can't do that. I don't know. But, I mean, what a fucking... And, look, we don't have to waste time on this guy. He, he's such a fucking piece of garbage. We've known he's a piece of garbage. We've said it. We've been saying it for years. For as long as we've been doing this show, we've talked about how much of a piece of garbage Aroldis Chapman is. And we've had to root for him. Unfortunately, but we don't anymore. Thank you. Thank you. It's it's one of those things that if you look at it as a fan, that there there is no defending it. We're at a point in the season now where you want everybody that is supposed to be there to want to be there, whether or not you're going to be on the roster or not. This guy has proven that it's all about him. And you know what? You know, some poor team is going to give him a contract next year. Good luck, okay? Because the Yankees have a legitimate chance, whether or not you think that they can beat Houston or the Dodgers or even get past the Guardians. They have a legitimate chance as one of the final teams standing to win a World Series. And he can't even be bothered to fucking go through a bullpen session, okay? That should tell you everything you need to know about this guy. Bro. And we sat here for years and years and have been haunted by his failures. And this is how he's going out, like a bitch. He's going out like an absolute bitch, okay? I said it yesterday <coughs> on Twitter that he would rather get suspended than, than, than come up here and have the indignity, the embarrassment of not being put on the roster. So he said, fuck you. I'll just get suspended again. The joke's on you, Arolas, because everybody knows what a spineless, gutless bitch you are now and that you don't deserve to, to put on the fucking pinstripes. There's guys in that room that have half the ability that you do, that they're doing everything in their power to get, uh, to get a spot on this team, to help this team win a World Series, and you can't even be bothered because you can't be prompt. Now, give me a fucking break, you jerk-off. You don't think that if you would have showed up on fucking Friday that the Yankees weren't going to put you on this fucking roster, you asshole, after everything, Iron Boots kissing your ass in the fucking media? Okay? I don't think you would have been on the roster. 
you know what? The Yankees were leaving that door. Oh, I was encouraged. I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. And considering they don't have a closer, Holmes and Wandy and all these other guys uh, are 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 coming off injury. You don't think he could have slithered his way in there if he looked good in the fucking and throwing live BP? It was absolutely a possibility. You don't even have enough confidence in your fucking abilities to go in there and throw a fucking bullpen session, you loser. Good fucking bye. I said this on Friday when I sat here and I recorded the bonus episode of my cousin. Please go to uh, uh, Apple Podcasts if you haven't seen, uh, checked it out already when we gave our, our final grades for the year, okay? And this was before all this shit happened that we knew all this happened. If I never saw a Rollis Chapman play another game for the Yankees, it'd be too fucking soon. And thank you, Jesus, that we do not have to fucking see it ever again, okay? I'm just, I'm thankful, thankful that he's a spineless bitch and he won't ruin another fucking postseason for us. Thank you. Okay. Okay. You have any, are you done with him? I'm done, I'm, dude. I have so much more I could say, but I'm done. Because you want to know why? I woke up today and I saw a picture that the Yankees tweeted with the bunting up and everything ready to go. And I don't know about you, and I and I truly ha- have. We've been doing this since 2017, and the Yankees have made the postseason every every yeah, year, year that we've been doing this. So uh-huh. I've never said this in the past. You can go back every year we've been doing this. I got a different feel. I have this weird feeling, and it, and I and it could be two different things. The first thing is that. I think it's pretty crazy that before one pitch is thrown in a Yankees series, the entire AL East is gone. Okay, that's the first thing. It has a weird feel to it. I don't know. And the second thing is, and I don't want to turn this into a Mets podcast, but, you know, the Mets had this, and I was rooting for them. I'm rooting for New York sports. I thought it, I thought a Subway series would have been great because those series were, were great throughout the season. But the Mets had this like weird arrogance and cockiness midseason, and they picked up a guy who has become my most hated player in baseball, and Max Scherzer. And they were talking a lot of shit, and they you went ready, down. You were ready to go. You were ready to go. Fucking hang Brian Cashman by his toes outside from the roof. Absolutely, bro. I wanted him for not signing him. I fucking wanted him, man. Now you hate him. I ever since the MLBPA bullshit. Hate his fucking guts. Hey, he's I as big of a hate reason Max Scherzer. Hey, he's as big of a reason the Mets are home as anybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there was something very satisfying watching that fucking loser fail. I rooted for DeGrom. I really did. All right. So that being said, they had this arrogance about them. This whole, like, we took back New York. And, you know... I get it. They ended with a better record than the Yankees. If the Yankees were in that division, they'd be in the same situation. But I don't know. I think that mixed with the fucking Rays going down, the Blue Jays. I mean, you want to talk about choke job. The Blue Jays can't even hold down an 8-1 lead. And I don't know, man. I don't know about you. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But how do you feel? Let's just say the Yankees beat the the Guardians, the Indians. 
Can't say that. I say Indians. They're the fucking Indians. Don't the fucking. And let me just ask you this: the Mariners beat the Astros. Okay. Are you as satisfied? Are you are you there fully? Look, you want to slay the dragon? Yeah, I I want to slay the fucking dragon. Let's go. You want to slay the dragon? I get it, but look, bro, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. You'll take it any way you can. Get there, but we got the Yankees. The Yankees uh, are not going to have it easy with the with the Cleveland uh, Guardians. Uh, They have really good starting pitching. I disagree, Uh, bro. No, well, they have look. Don't sleep on them, okay? They have really good starting pitching. The Yankees are going to have a lot of trouble, in my opinion. I watched the kid pitch the other day. Uh, I oh, Biebs? No, uh, not Biebs. Uh, McKenzie. I think the Yankees are going to have a lot of trouble with him. It's just it all. it's all going to come down to a few different keys. And number one is that I think if Garrett Cole is on his game tomorrow, that is an advantage. That's an advantage in Game One for the Yankees. Uh, although that's Quantrill's pitching tomorrow, right? I yeah. want to say. Yep. Yep. Cal. He, he's Cal. He's solid. You know. He. I mean. He's a. He's a good pitcher himself. But he should not be able to go out there and go toe to toe with Garrett Cole. That should not happen. So there's. If Garrett Cole gets in the dugout clean, tomorrow first inning, clean. Talking clean, bro. Like fucking three up, three down, barely throws any balls. Maybe one or two. The Yan- Yankee Stadium is going to be fucking rocking tomorrow night if Garrett Cole gets in gets into the dugout clean after the first inning. That is as big of a key to this series as anything. Now, Garrett Cole can't pitch his way out of trouble and still put no. He needs to go out there, balls on the mound, and just fucking dominate that first. I want to see how big not- his balls are. I want to actually physically see them. He is. I we did uh, a postseason preview video. It's on the channel. Uh, I did a couple. I, I think everybody kind of did their own thing. I had my three keys to to the Yankees winning it all. Garrett Cole's key number one. He's going to be the first guy to impact the postseason for the Yankees because he's starting and the Yankees are home. So everything is in his fucking hands to start to, to start the postseason. The Yankees can't have this Garrett Cole where he dominates for four innings, has a fucking meltdown, gives up four runs, and then dominates for another two innings. And you're like, well, if it wasn't for that fourth inning, he was great. <laughs> no, he needs to be... <coughs> He needs to be Garrett fucking Cole, man. He needs to be the guy. He needs to he needs to take every bit of what he wasn't this year and and be that guy tomorrow. And not just tomorrow, but if they need him in game four, hopefully ALCS World Series. But it all starts tomorrow. If Garrett Cole, even if the Yankees, let's say the Yankees win tomorrow, they win 6-5 and Garrett Cole gives up four runs in six innings. I'm not going to feel good. I'll be like, they won? That's great, but I'm not going to feel good about their prospects going forward in the postseason. If the Yankees win a game tomorrow, even if the Yankees win a game tomorrow, two to one, and Garrett Cole fucking shoves for seven and a third, he goes seven and a third, one run, 13 Ks. You know what? I'm going to be fucking ecstatic because that just changes the whole tenor of how you feel about this ball club going forward in the postseason. Now, you know he went out there and he did exactly what he needed to do. 
Listen, dude. I got distracted. Samantha in the chat. <laughs> she said, uh, she said, I have a feeling Cole cries after sex. And I think she's dead on. I think she's dead on, but he could change that tomorrow. If he goes out there and he fucking fails, he definitely cries after sex. I don't I don't really care about what he does post coital, all right? I don't know. I do. I think that makes I think that really says what kind of a man you are. He loves his wife. It's beautiful. They make love. <laughs> I need him to but you know what I need him to do tomorrow? I need him to fuck tomorrow, okay? That's yeah. what I need so him to do. So there you go. There you go. Now you're bringing it full circle. He needs to go out there. He needs to fuck. He needs to show us. He needs to. We've, we've talked about the sides, the different versions of Garrett Cole. Right? We have so many of them. We need to see a version tomorrow that we didn't even know existed. That we didn't even know he was capable of. That's the kind of guy we need tomorrow. Because you're right. Not only is he pitching in the first game of the ALDS, he is setting the tone. What Garrett Cole goes out there and does tomorrow, how many times have we seen the how contagious pitching is on this staff and how contagious hitting is? We need Garrett Cole to go out there tomorrow, not just to pitch a good game, but to set the tone for the rest of the postseason. That's 100%. I need a guy that I didn't even know was in there tomorrow yeah i mean garrett cole it's it's the most obvious thing but it needs to be stated he needs to go out there tomorrow night and just fucking you know what guys give me one run find figure out however you guys need to figure it out give me one run and i got this that's the guy i need on the mound tomorrow you know you know as much as you've been down on him, and I gave him a, if you haven't watched the show yet, I gave this guy a fucking C minus. And everybody that's been listening to this show for years upon years, and the new, even the new viewers from, from when we came over here on NYY News TV, know how, how much I, I love this guy and how much I want to love this guy. So I gave him a fucking C minus because he was a big disappointment this year. Okay. Big disappointment. It can all change tomorrow. It can all change tomorrow. And as much as you've been even down on him way more than I've been down on him, you know it lives. To be that guy, it lives in fucking side of him. You know it does. You know it fucking lives inside of him. He needs to figure out a way to manifest it, to bring it to fucking life, okay? Because far too often, he's gone out there and he's been fucking Bruce Banner. He needs to be the fucking Hulk tomorrow and just fucking smash, fucking smash, K, 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 up and down the fucking lineup, strikeout, strikeout, making these fucking hitters look like they don't have a fucking chance. I know it. I believe it deep down inside of me. That guy exists. Whether or not what's up in his fucking brain will allow that guy to come out. That remains to be seen, but I know it's fucking inside of him. We need to see that guy tomorrow night. He needs to deflate the balloon enough so that it can't even come back to life. And he's capable he of doing give him a fucking it. Fucking tug before he goes out. He needs there. a tug. He needs a fucking tug, bro. He needs to tug. look at her and say, babe, I'll take it any way I can get it. And, 
and and you made a great point. Before he goes out onto that field, Garrett Cole needs to be the guy in that clubhouse who stands up and says, guys, before you leave here and walk out onto this field, I need you to know one thing. All I need is one. You get me one run, and I got this game under wraps for you. Give me one run, and I promise you, it's not going to waste. He needs to be that fucking guy, and he needs to speak it into existence tomorrow. No timid bullshit. You go out there, and you fucking lock this shit down like the $324 million guy that we thought we were getting. And let me tell you something, man. For as much as I'm going to give him the credit that is due for locking shit down because I truly, if you had a gun to my head right now and said, which Garrett Cole are you getting? My answer is going to be the dominant fucking lock it down Garrett Cole that we all know is he's capable of. Truthfully, that's how I feel. But if we get anything less, if we get the guy who goes out there and fucking f- just collapses, the guy that implodes, the guy that blows his fucking game. I don't care if the Yankees have to come back and still win. If they win 9-7. But he gives up five or seven runs. Not only am I done with him. But it would honestly take him pitching in some of the, in, in a World Series game and, and pitching them to victory for me to ever feel confident with him again. So as much as I'm counting on him and and confident in him and as much as I want to give him all the credit in the world this game can also determine how much credit I I take away or how much faith I have in him moving forward this is a huge game for him as a New York Yankee right yeah I mean we're hoping he this guy has what five more starts the rest of the way right we're hoping that yeah I think well yeah right? Okay, but this is the this might be the most important one that he has all postseason by far. He needs to go out there tomorrow and and reinstill that faith in the Yankees because to to a man, to a man, Aaron Boone, as much as he defends his guys, as much as he has his guys back, Brian Cashman, same thing. This is his white whale. He loves this guy been chased it was chasing him since he was 18 years old brian cashman almost wound up on to catch a predator that's how fucking far back he's been wouldn't trade anduhar for him though or frazier yeah well that's a whole different story that's how far back he's been watching garrett cole okay to a man both of those guys will tell you they still don't know what garrett cole is going to show up tomorrow night they still they don't know Mm. he needs to go out there tomorrow night and prove to his fan base, prove to his manager, prove to his general manager, he is the man. He goes, woo, like Ric Flair. I am the fucking man. I am Garrett Cole. Let's fucking go. Here's my balls. I'm dropping them on the mound, and I'm not picking them back up. Because as I said earlier in the show, the Yankees can win tomorrow 7-6, but if he does not pitch that winning type of ball game, you're going to feel so much different about this team going forward where you're going to be nervous if they get past Cleveland going into the ALCS. Because if he goes out there, fucking balls drop on the mound, 
fucking rocking Garrett Cole, baby. That fucking guy. Yankees, I'm gonna I'm gonna be as fucking confident as I've ever been in this fucking team going forward. Boom. That is how important that that start for him tomorrow uh, is tomorrow night. Wow. Agreed. Right? Yeah. And yeah, bro. And, uh, hey, listen, the Yankees came out and they they gave their the rotation Cole Sevy. Uh, I'm sorry, Cole Nestor and Sevy. I'm 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 riding with that. I like it, and we we touched on it last week. The game two starter goes in game five, but you know what? If Garrett Cole is fucking Garrett Cole tomorrow night, you're not even thinking about fucking game five. You're thinking about at at worst Cole closing this shit out in game four. Yeah. Well, they have off every other day, so do they even need three pitchers at this point? Yeah, they do. They need a third starter. Well, I mean, they what a joke the, these this playoff schedule is. Hey, you know what? But it benefits the Yankees greatly because do you want Jamison Tyone taking the ball in game four potentially? No. Okay. Well, there you go. So, I mean, I, there's other things that we can dissect here, and one of them is Nestor Cortez in the sense that, hey, man, just do your thing, bro. Just do what you've been doing. Don't do anything more. Whereas Garrett Cole's got to take that ball tomorrow night and show you that he's that fucking guy. Nestor's just got to be Nestor Cortez on Thursday night. Yeah, the one thing that sits well with you as a Yankee fan and looking at Nestor Cortez is that the guy has not... You look at his numbers and, and you say, okay, he's, he was dominant. I mean, 12-4 and four with a 2-4-4 ERA is a phenomenal year. But that's not why you love Nestor Cortez. That's not why you sit here and you say... I can't wait to see him pitch in the postseason. I hate, I hate him. Yeah, you hate his guts. Okay. okay. Um, you love Nestor Cortez because the guy keeps you there. And you know what I mean by that. When is the last time you watched a Nestor Cortez game and you flicked it on and by the third inning, the Yankees don't even have a chance of winning? Uh, I believe he did that once this year. Once. In Minnesota. Once. Once. So it's not just the dominant numbers, it's the reliability, it's the consistency. You love seeing that in a in, in a postseason starter. And uh, that's all we need. We don't need some dominant ace-like performance. We just need you to keep us there. We need you to do what you've done all year and, and all of last year. Yeah, uh, look, man, if Nestor is, can continue this wave, it, again, it's so hard until we know what Garrett Cole shows up tomorrow night If to, to really say what, how we really feel about this team. But if he can just continue being that guy, man, with the way Seve looked in Texas the other night, and I know it's Texas, game didn't mean anything, he was throwing fucking smoke, bro. When Seve throws that smoke, that 99-100, where he can pinpoint it, dude, you want to talk about, like, fucking being... <laughs> Say it. There, there's, Say there's, it, because you're right. There's, I mean, that's that'll get you hard, bro. <laughs> It'll get you hard. It'll get you hard. Look, Seve, I went back and I watched a lot of Seve's performance in Texas. You can honestly say, and maybe I'm jumping the gun, but I don't think I'm the only one to say this. You can honestly say that's the best he's ever looked. 
That might be the best Luis Severino has ever looked as a New York Yankee. And he's pitched some dominant games, man. That might be the best he's ever looked. Look, he's got a lot. Look, you want to talk about guys that got things to prove? He's got he's got to prove it too, man. He's had some real shit performances in the postseason. We sat there. It led to one of my greatest moments as a fan. But he got how many outs did he get in that wild card game? Did he get two? Uh, I believe he got two. Didn't Maybe get not, three. dude. He definitely, definitely didn't get three. Definitely didn't Who get three. Who came in? Herman? That was uh Chad that was a Chad Green. Was it Chad Green? Was it Chad that Green? That was Chad Green. That was Chad Green. That was a great we broke my wife's ribs for All right. sure. All right. Okay. Uh, um When was that? Twenty seventeen? That was twenty seventeen. You fast forward twenty eighteen, American League Division series against the Red Sox. He didn't even know what time to show up. Yankees got blitzed in that oh, game. Oh yeah. Austin Romine had to fucking close it out. That's how bad it was. Uh, and then he was really a non-factor in 2019 because he was injured. So, I mean, he is a, he's a guy that's got shit to prove. He's a guy that's got shit to prove on the mound in the big, in, on the big stage. But, my God, bro, if you were looking, like, you know, you were looking for signs of, of is he ready for this? I know it's just one start against a bad Texas team when the, when the game didn't mean anything. I mean, if you cannot, he could not have looked any better. He really couldn't have. So if you're going to go into the postseason feeling good about Seve, I mean, what, what else are you going to say, Bill? One out. One out. One out. Three earned I runs. Think, I didn't think he got the second one. One out, really three earned think. runs. 81 ERA. So... So we know who's going to be starting these games. Now the problem is going to be, let's say Garrett Cole does his job. Nestor Cortez does his job. Seve does his job. Somebody's going to have to get six to nine outs in each of these games. I can tell you it's not going to be. Well, we know who it's not going to be. Somebody is going to have to get these big outs. The Yankees have a bunch of names out there. Do you trust any of them to close these games out? No. So this is as bad of a Yankee bullpen going into the postseason as as I remember in a probably ever going back to obviously the dynasty days when they had a lockdown bullpen and the greatest of all time. Okay, even in seventeen and eighteen and nine, they had guys out there. Even though Rollers Chapman fucking sucks, he was he was still one of the better closers in baseball. They had set up guys to lead into them. Yankees don't have any of that this year. So, and this, again, key number two for me on, on the Yankees winning the World Series. Who's going to step up? And I couldn't give a name because I don't know. But who's going to step up and get the big outs? Who's going to be that guy? Well, you got to say this. I know on paper the Yankees' bullpen has been better in the past, obviously, a lot better, but truthfully speaking, this bullpen has kind of been questionable at best for the last handful of years because by the time we get to October, I feel like half the They're gassed. Half the bullpen's gassed anyway, and we're only getting shells of these players. I mean, think about Adovino a few years a couple years ago. That dude was lights out all year, and you and you think Adam Adovino oh, as my got, setup yeah, guy, but, but the guy barely had an arm. 
So, you know, I, I understand the concern, but I feel like we've done this in the past. I really, I believe that. Boone Proctor, Adam Adebino. For we sure. All know that. For sure. Uh-huh. All right. I'm trying to see if there's any news breaking because the Yankees said they were going to have the roster set before the end of the night. They might not announce it, but they said they were going to have the roster set by the end of the night. I thought they um, did release it, you said. No, the roster's not complete yet. They have, they pretty much know who uh, is going to be on it, but they haven't finished it. I think they have until 10 o'clock tomorrow morning to. To submit it to Major League Baseball. Oh, you know the Yankees will be cute, and they'll and they'll hold off on on releasing it. Now, this was an interesting thing that Aaron Boone said. Uh, Jameson Tyone is going to make the team. He's going to be in the bullpen. He said his role could vary, including closing games. Oh, really? Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, I mean, I mean it. What part of Jamison Tyone are you looking at and, and saying you're confident that he can close games out? Uh, look, the guy's the guy's gutsy. I give him that. He is. He's a tough guy. Out. Uh, he's not very good. I gave, I think my final grade for him was a C plus because he's exactly that. He's a very average pitcher. There's but. Uh, I would be looking for, and they were mentioning, because I was watching the Yankees playoff preview show on Yes today, uh, and they were mentioning Tyone and Herman as kind of the bridge guys and not so much Schmidt. I thought Schmidt would be in that role to be kind of like a bridge guy. Um, I was looking like if you don't, if you think Nestor, let's say Cortez throws a bunch of pitches and he's he's at 95, mm-hmm. you know, the Yankees aren't really going to let him go past 100. He's out, he's sitting around like 90, 95 in the, in the in the in the sixth inning. That's where you maybe you go to Tyone pitch six seven. Okay. Uh, the problem with Jamison Tyone is this, right? You, it's you don't know if he's going to come in there and pitch two clean innings because there's times he can come in there and look really really good. And then you and I've said this plenty of times. Like you look at him and you say, hey. This is a guy I trust out there. Right. And then he gives a but then there's times he gives up four runs in three innings. And you're like he looks like a fucking pile of garbage. Yeah. So I mean it, it is risky. I don't have honestly, I don't have a problem with the Yankees putting him on the roster. I just don't know if Boone is actually gonna have the balls to use him in the right spot. Not even use him in the right spot to it's gonna take a big set of fucking balls to 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 call on this guy to get the final three outs of the game. Yeah, for sure. And it and it really would say a lot about where this where this bullpen is right now. It, it you know you've had guys in and out of this role all year. You've had guys come in, different guys all year pitching in high you know high pressure innings. To then just turn around and throw Jamison Tyone out there in a postseason game, uh, really says a lot about how you feel about the guys out there. Look. Just say hypothetically, and we're all rooting for this, obviously, Yankees beat Cleveland, right? Going into the ALCS, they will need a set closer. They will have that. To me, in my mind, they will get determined by the end of this series. Somebody will step up in this series. Who's going have to be to. the guy? Who's going to? Look, I think we all think, I don't know, maybe you don't, that Clay Holmes needs to be the guy. 
I think that Clay Holmes has the biggest potential to be the guy, for sure. And I think if the Yankees want to be taken seriously and beat good teams in the postseason, which is something they're going to have to do, obviously, that Clay Holmes needs to be the guy. Honestly, I don't know if there's anyone in that bullpen, even on their best day, that is going to play that role better than Clay Holmes can. I really don't. I want I want him to be the guy. I think the Yankees need him to be the guy. And I think Clay Holmes needs to find it within himself to fucking go out there and show them that he's the guy. Hey, listen, uh, it's the same thing what uh, we say about a lot of these guys. Look yourself in the mirror. You're a Yankee. It's not fucking Pittsburgh, okay? Yeah. You were what? Look, people thought I was crazy when I said this. When he was when he was the closer, when he was really like in the throes of things, he was. Everybody wants to to trumpet, haha, Edwin Diaz. Okay, but when Clay Holmes was on his when when Clay Holmes was on his game, you could have made the argument he was better than Edwin Diaz. Okay, oh, that's uh, you can absolutely make that argument. Where is that guy? Who Edwin Diaz? Well, we know where he is. Where is the guy? Where is that Clay Holmes? Hey man, he's got to find it. He's got to find Look, it somewhere. Uh, there's a lot of guys that remind on this Yankee team that remind me of Rocky Three. Okay, All and right. okay because when Rocky got the shit kicked out of him by Clubber Lang, okay, right, he lost his confidence. Okay? okay, and then he had this. He had he got yelled at on it by his wife on the beach, and he told, "I'm afraid. I'm afraid." Okay, some of these fucking guys need to have somebody like that and yell at them like Rocky got yelled at on the beach by Adrian in that because this can Amy Cole become Adrian Balboa? I don't fucking know, but she needs to do it tomorrow. Look her husband in the fucking face and say, you are Garrett Cole. Clay Holmes, he definitely has a woman in his life. We've seen him on the red carpet. I don't know if they're married or not. She needs to look him in the face and say, you were the best closer of baseball before you weren't. You Be fucking loser. You were a lo- you're a loser now. Be the guy. Be the Somebody fucking needs- guy. Look, let me in that fucking clubhouse tomorrow, bro. I guarantee you I'll have these guys running through a fucking brick wall. Don't you think do you think Boone does a good job at that? Or do you think he's too mellow with the guys? I don't think he has it in him. Like, I think he knows how to say the right things sometimes, but I don't think he knows how to, like, get you to fucking put your head I don't know, man. I think wall. you're wrong. I think Booney fucking does it, dude. Booney, here's what I need. I, you want to talk about keys to the game? I need a fucking fired up Aaron Boone. Fired up. Like if Garrett Cole wants a one-two pitch in the first inning, gets tossed type of Aaron Yeah, Boone? fuck it, dude. Fuck it. Pre-COVID Aaron Boone. Pre-fucking, what did he have? What heart surgery did he have? Had a pacemaker put in. Pre-pacemaker Boone. Fucking all out. All hands on deck. You are the most intense you've ever been. I want it. Because we know the Yankees play their best baseball when Aaron Boone is that guy. All right. Uh Okay. 
Hey, look, this is a big this is a big series for Aaron Boone. You want to know why? Because if he loses, he still has a job for another. Two no, years. no, his predecessor. Okay, his team that he that he managed had every right to fucking throw in the towel against the last time they versed the the Indians in the postseason. Okay, they had every right to throw it in. But Joe Girardi got that team somehow to come back, and he lost his job. Aaron Boone has a job. Aaron Boone has his job. Forever, seemingly. Forever. You can't go out there and lose a, 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 a series to this team. You can't. I personally, I, I'm sure we'll get to predictions, so I'm not going to say it. I don't see the Yankees losing. That's all I'll say. Uh, you don't see the Yankees losing? Well, uh, we still got to get to the bottom of this. Who's going to get the final out of these games? If, are you talking in totality? Are you talking who's going to be the night, guy? Yankees or who's going to be Yankees. tomorrow night? Who's going to be the default closer? Three to one. His job ninth, to lose. Three to one, top of the ninth inning. Cole's done. Who's, who's coming out of the bullpen? It's your man. It's your boy. It's Clay Holmes. Here's the gonna, here's I, the reason, bro. Here's the reason. You can argue that he's lost the job, but who stole it from him? Who took it? Nobody. Yeah, really. I mean, nobody's really stepped up and taken it. But I mean, look at a guy like Lou Trevino. He is the one. You froze on me. You froze on there? me there. What'd you say? He's got a one what? Trevino's had a pitch to a one six six year race since he's been a Yankee. My computer's telling me that my internet is unstable. Like yeah, me. So, <laughs> like myself. I, like my personality. I told I told you that it was you. Right. Um Yeah, man, but you know what? Lou Trevino, think about how quick Clay Holmes getting the ball in the ninth, how quick you went from Oh, Clay Holmes is going to try to be the closer to, wow, Clay Holmes is the fucking closer. How quick. It was like it happened in the blink of an eye. That never happened with anyone else. Right. Okay. He's the guy. He, it's got to be his job to lose. I, I think, I think that he will be the first guy to get the opportunity. And if he pitches like he can, like we know he's capable of tomorrow, that I think Boone and the Yankees will have their minds set on that it will be Clay Holmes going forward. Yeah. Unless he blows it. Don't blow it. All right. Your boy, Jonathan Lewisica, I mean, he, it, it would be, it, you would love to just say him, but he's just been too up and down this season. Don't you wish, uh, you know, my prediction would have been right if Jonathan Lewisica was healthy and didn't get off to such an awful start. Oh my God, COVID! Uh, so we know the Yankees are going to have Wandy Peralta in the bullpen, which is going to be good for them. Uh, I love Wandy, man. He's so versatile; he can really do anything that you need him to do. Out of that I bullpen. forgot Wandy will be there. Okay, okay, he'll be there. I don't think he's going to close. I think Wandy's going to Wandy's like the fire extinguisher type. I think if if somebody's in trouble with a couple runners on, 
uh, middle, middle, you know, yeah, needs to get through an inning. That's where Wandy's going to come in. So I like Wandy in that role. He's he's done really well in that role. I don't understand why there's a section of Yankee Twitter that hates him and thinks he sucks. I uh, since he's been a Yankee, I mean, uh, he's been really fucking good. Really like, good. You're gonna you're gonna see Luchavino in big spots. You're gonna see Efros in big spots. You're gonna see uh, Loizica in big spots, but. Like you said, man, I really think tomorrow the Yankees are in a safe situation. It's going to be Clay Holmes is going to get the first opportunity to either lock down the closer's role or or fail at being the closer for the postseason. So now we know who's going to start. We kind of maybe worked ourselves through who's going to close. Aaron Boone's got to put nine, nine names in that lineup. Is one of those names in that lineup tomorrow night, Matt Carpenter? In the starting lineup? In the starting lineup. The Yankees have said Carpy is going to make the roster. He's going to be there. I don't think so. I don't know how you can. How can you justify it? I mean, you can. Why? Because the guy was a fucking machine when he was here uh, before he got hurt. But, dude. Yankees, where's their left-handed power coming from? Okay. I'm not going to fight you. No, I mean, I'm making a counter-argument. But but who is, okay, so who is biting the bit? Well, here's what the problem becomes, okay? This is why a lot of people, I've seen their mock lineups, and they have Carpenter in there. When's the last time the guys played baseball? Oh, that's my problem. And you're going to have them play left field, which is the bigger field at Yankee Stadium? Because, look, it's fun to do these things because if you play video games, it's fun to simulate these types of things and be like, well, I'll just play Harrison Bader in left field. Judge will play center, and Carpenter will play right. Harrison Bader is not a good. He is a He's fucking an elite. Elite, elite center fielder. Elite. He is the center fielder for the fucking Yankees in the postseason. He blows You're lines not, before the game, too. I don't care what the fuck he does, okay? He is elite out there. You're not messing with that to get. Honestly, you're not messing with that. In my opinion, if I'm Aaron Boone and Brian Cashman, I am not messing with that to get Matt Carpenter into the lineup. I agree. And obviously, Judge is going to play right field because that's where he's best at. And you know what? That leaves Oswaldo Cabrera, man. He's going to be your left fielder. Because think about it like this. Even before, the Yankees have come out today and said that if they advance, maybe Stanton will be a factor in the outfield, but not for this series. Even before they came out and said that, how could you justify putting... Stanton hasn't played the outfield since fucking June. How are you going to put him out in left field in the postseason? Here's my problem. The first thing is that Carpenter hasn't played in an actual game in months. My second issue is, was Matt Carpenter lightning in a bottle or was he truly that guy? That's my second thing. My third thing is, I'm trying to set up my team right now to be the most valuable that it can be. And I just feel like I'm getting the best value with Cabrera there and Carpenter on the bench, coming off the bench. If you had a spot to play Carpenter... I understand your lightning in the bottle comment, but if you had a spot to play him, 
you ride the lightning in the post. Yeah, try, of course. You, yeah, but you do. The Yankees don't have a spot to. You start. Uh, hey, listen. There's a lot of people that'll make this argument. You starting him over John Carl Stanton at DH? No, never. You, you didn't even think about that. No, I wouldn't have to ever. That would be the dumbest oh. fucking thing I could ever do. Ever, I wouldn't even. I'll tell you what. I'll go. Thi- I'll go as far as to say this: If you worked for me as a, a, a within the Yankee organization, and you even began to utter that that sentence, I'd fucking fire you immediately. That is the dumbest thing that anyone could ever suggest. I think uh, somebody that should know better suggesting that Tyler Wade start overstanding in the 2020 postseason was probably dumber. Who said that? Was it Clappish or Joel Sherman? One <laughs> oh, of the Jesus Christ. That. One of the fucking cocks. One, one of, of the fucking clickbait cocks, I call them. The CBCs. One of them said that... that uh, Tyler Wade should start yeah. over uh, one of the standing. CBCs. All right, well there you the go. The clickbait cucks. So you have no place to play, Matt Carpenter. <laughs> Look, but you—he has a role on this team. Think about it, bro. You—you you know, late in the game, Yankees are trailing up by a run. They need you know, runner in scoring position. IKF is up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's my point here. Okay. Your team is positioned way better, way more deadly, having Matt Carpenter off the bench there. Because Cabrera's been good. And 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 look, part of my comment with the lightning in a bottle with Matt Carpenter, you're right. You ride that fucking lightning. But you're you're there's a little bit of a formula here. You're you're adding lightning in a bottle to hasn't played in months. That's a risk. That's a risk. And guess what? Cabrera has shown me enough to be confident that I think he ta- he's look. The Yankees were naive in 2017. The Yankees played with house money. This team had nothing to nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I think when you have guys like Cabrera in your lineup, these naive young players who really have nothing to lose, this kid, what's what's Cabrera riding on? The fact that he fucking lit shit up in the regular season? You know how confident this kid is right now? This moment's not going to be too big for him. You got to ride that. You need that. You need a little naive... Naivety in your in your lineup. You can't have how many times have we seen the Yankees go up and press guy after guy after guy after guy? I don't want players like that this year. I want Cabrera in this lineup. I want him up there. I want him to say, fuck it, dude. I'm playing with house money and I'm betting the house on me. Fuck it. I need more of that. And I like I really like Carpenter off the bench, at least for the series. Look, Oswaldo Cabrera has earned the right to play in the postseason for the Yankees. He's absolutely earned it. It would honestly, I'd be unless you t- and from everything that I'm hearing and everything that I'm reading, there is no shot of Andrew Benetani being ready for tomorrow night. 
Unless you're telling me Andrew Benintendi is ready for tomorrow night, it would be a travesty not to start Oswaldo Cabrera in left field. And I'm only saying that because I need my best defense out there. In the, I, need to try, I need to have my best defense out there. And I think, you know, we, we all know that Oswaldo Cabrera has done a good job out there in left field, but he also scares the living shit out of you with some of the routes that he takes, okay? So if we can eliminate that, I would feel a lot better about things. But he also, if you're telling me that, it would be somebody besides Benintendi that would play over him. That's not fucking fair to how good this kid has been. Where this kid has literally played what three games in the outfield in, in the major in the minor leagues, and the Yankees were like, "Oh, you're just going to be the right fielder now." And what did he do? I oh, only led the major leagues in outfield assists. So I mean, like, you yeah, know. no big deal. Yeah, the Yankees needed a little of that, little of that naivete, a little bit of that doesn't know any better up there and, and yeah. goes out there, goes out there dick swinging. Cause he doesn't, because he doesn't really, he doesn't recognize the pressure of the moment. Okay. Bro, 2017, this team had no expectations. No they one expected that team to do anything. Yeah. They need a little bit of that out there in the line. Where else are you going to get it from? The only other spot you would you could possibly get it from is shortstop. And we know no. that the Yankees are not going to sit IKF in this postseason. Should they? Yeah, fuck yeah, they should. Or here's the other option. He's your third baseman and Josh Donaldson sits. But there's something about Josh Donaldson that I, I just want to see him with a bat in his hands in October. There's just something about him that I think that Everything that we sat through with him this year, and that includes all the clutch moments that he had, that he was born for for these moments. I don't know that. Maybe he's not. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe but he's another guy that can change the, the narrative around him with a big postseason. And again, you know what? What's the difference? What's the difference between IKF and Josh Donaldson? Do you know what it is? Um, age. Okay, they're not the same age. Okay, so you were technically correct. Okay, uh, so okay. I, uh, Josh Donaldson has the ability to wreck a fucking game. This is also true, but now where I'm getting at. Okay. When the ball is hit to Josh Donaldson, does your heart skip a beat? Absolutely not. Okay, it does when IKF t- when the ball is hit to IKF. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, so, I mean, and that's another reason why if I'm voting, like if I'm in the room there and we're discussing, we're hashing this out over who should play, it's Josh Donaldson. We're saying so, over one over the other? Like if you were making the case, like, of course. IKF, IKF, like IKF can play third base. So if you're sitting there having that discussion, like, well, who's going to be a third baseman? It's fucking Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Now, Smarter Yankees who should play shortstop. Peraza, you know, they're gonna, they're, they're gonna hit 350. Hit, I don't think he hit 350. He was close. He hit, he hit like 308, I think. Peraza? Yeah, Peraza. Oh, I thought he had like I thought he was hitting like 340, bro. He was, but he didn't have the, he didn't have a lot of at bats, so he took like an 0 for three and he went down to like 308. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. I saw enough. Yeah, I saw enough too. Every time you Outside of the outside of that just 
fucking debacle it, when they called him up in Tampa. I think, they, I think he pretty much had a, at least a hit every time uh, he he started a game for the Yankees, which was very unfair. I mean, he started a, a, a game for the Yankees every every leap year, but I mean, he did get a hit every. It seemed like. And guess what? He's a better shortstop than IKF. Well, so. here's how I think of it. Season on the line, ball hit to shortstop. Someone, Our father, <laughs> someone makes an error and blows the season. Yankees go home. Would you rather it be IKF or Peraza? Well, I'd rather it be IKF because I because I you don't really care for the guy. I don't care for him. But aren't you going to sit there and say we watched this all year? We yeah, knew. No, we knew it was going to happen. We knew that it was going to happen. Wouldn't you at least rather them give a chance to the kid? They're never going to. I don't know why we're even wasting our breath with this. It's never going to happen. It's not no, even going to come mean, close. Now the question becomes: Does DJ make? Does DJ LeMayu make this roster? Should DJ LeMayu make this roster? That was the one thing from everything that came out of the workout today that the Yankees were waiting on. Boone said that he's still a little compromised at the at the plate in Texas. He's not going. We we were told he's not going to be a hundred percent going forward. I think the Yankees have to put him on the roster. I really do think that they have to put him on the roster because even though he may not be able to hit. He still plays every infield position except for shortstop. And you know the Yankees are going to try to maneuver some things around. Right? Think about it. Rizzo leads off the eighth inning of a one of a of a tie game with a single or walks. Your pinch run. He's getting pitch run for. Somebody's got to play first base. You want Marwin Gonzalez? No. Okay. No, I gotta be honest with you. DJ LeMayu is actually a guy at first base that I feel just as confident as a fucking gold glove first baseman over there. I wouldn't say just as no, confident. No, he's, he's that good, dude. But uh, definitely more confident than Marlon Gonzalez. For sure. Uh, our boy Ra, real quick, he, he uh, sent us a super chat. Thank you. Rod. He said, I uh, just wanted to give you two your flowers for crushing the podcast for this year. I appreciate uh-huh. y'all, and I salute you. Go Thank Yankees. You, Thanks, Thanks, my man. Thanks for all the loyalty. And uh, if you guys want to truly be loyal, you can join the, um, I guess the, what is it when you're against the the green, the rebels? You can join the, I don't know what word I'm looking for here. Everyone hates, everyone hates me on Twitter. And I'm just feeding into it now. Like I, my Twitter's blowing up right now. If only they knew. If only they knew. Blowing up. It's blowing up. All right. So, I love it. Hey, you know what, bro? There's some little kid sitting in front of his computer that has 40 burner accounts and doesn't know what a woman's touch feels like. And this Mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. exactly... Okay, okay. Okay. And this is exactly the thing that gets him through the day. Okay. Thank you. We said thank you to Rollers Chapman and thank you to you for allowing this child to live. Doctor, go vouch yourself. There you go. 
So back to DJ LeMayu, man. Like, think about it. So also, you got, you know, Donaldson's a slow ass fucking guy. Okay, he could he could, he could conceivably lead off late in the game, get on base, needs to be pinch run for. You know, DJ could play third base. You know, I see. Even though I don't think he should start because. I don't see a, a, maybe a spot for him to start, just like with Carpenter, but I think he does have a place on the roster, even if he's not 100%. Isn't it crazy that we're talking about DJ not having a place to start? Well, this is this is the uh, this is the problem the Yankees thought they were going to have when he came over here, is that they were, just, they were just signing a good player without really a spot for him. Sounds so. like a good move for a GM. Uh, you know, Brian Cashman's Brian Cashman does what Brian Cashman does, you know. Well, look, you got to you just got to go back to what I was saying about Carpenter. I mean, how do we set this team up to be the most deadly at all times? Is that by playing a, a an 80% DJ or is that by having this guy off the bench to utilize? It's it's simple as as, as that. This team well, has been good enough without with the guys that have been in there. But he's not going to, I mean, who's he going to start over? Let's say, D, no one. think about it though. Exactly. I mean, would you rather have Gleyber Torres who hasn't played and now he's going to be 10 days since the last time he played because he was sick and then the Yankees have had this time off. Would you rather have Gleyber Torres start second base than Dijon Mayu? Yeah, because I think that he's been that good. And like we said, he's not. He's definitely not going to start over Rizzo. The Yankees have no left-handed power in this lineup, and the one guy that could provide it. And plus, you know how good Rizzo is at first base. And I don't think that he. I mean, that's where it, get, it would get interesting. If, you, if DJ LeMayu was a hundred percent, and the Yankees felt confident with him at the plate, could he jump Josh Donaldson at third base? That is where it could get interesting. But I don't think it's going to happen because I don't think the Yankees feel like he's, you know, he's there. You know. Physically, so it's like he. So you figure he he's going to be on the bench. Carp's going to be on the bench. You know, Higgy's going to be on the bench. You know, is Peraza going to make? Do you think Peraza makes the team? No. Does Hicks? That's the that's the interesting thing there. Who <laughs> provides more value? Look, it's look. Who provides more value coming off the bench? Tim LaCastro or Aaron Hicks? It is literally. Hold on. If you're even debating this, I'm fucking ending the show. I've said this from the beginning. I asked you a question. I didn't give you an answer. LaCastro is one of the most valuable pieces this team could have in the postseason on the bench. It needs to happen. It's not even close. Aaron Hicks... Brings zero value to any team imaginable. No, he he can help other teams win. Yeah, yeah, go do it. Bro, it's not even a question. It's literally not even a question. LaCastro is one of the most valuable pieces the Yankees will have on this bench all postseason. No, I agree. I think he needs to be on this roster. I don't think the Yankees have the type of speed and any other player that they could have other uh, outside of LaCastro, you know, because we talked about this. You got, got, you got guys like Stanton, Rizzo, Donaldson. You might even pinch run for Glaber Torres. 
obviously your catchers. Wouldn't you like to have Tim O'Castro there for the prime moment when you need a stolen base or you need to you need to get first to third, score on a single from second? <laughs> I mean, you, Aaron Hicks is. I'm not going to say Aaron Hicks is slow, but is it a guarantee? Is it a guarantee he can do any of those things? No. No, and I just don't want him near my team. Um, it's a really a question of who who shouldn't get pitch run for. Like, there's like well, one I guy mean, you would never pinch run for Judge, right? That's like about it. Late in a game, close game. That's the only guy I'm thinking of that. Well, you wouldn't pinch run for Bader either. Okay, probably not IKF. Eh. Would you I don't be think upset? you would pinch run. For, would you be upset uh, about it? No, but I think it's a waste of Lo Castro. Yeah, for sure. But think so about all guys. the guys that can get on base late in a game. You wouldn't pinch run Cabrera. Okay. So there's guys that you wouldn't pinch run for just because it would be a waste of using uh, Lo Castro in that spot. But there's plenty of guys that half the team you would use him for. And he he's provides value just on that, you know? And you know what? Late in the game, you know, uh, Cabrera's turn is up. You go into the ninth inning, you know, who do you feel better out in left field? Is LaCastro or Aaron Hicks? LaCastro. So, I mean, the Yankees... Always LaCastro. Never Aaron Hicks. So, let's say they take 12 pitches, like it's been rumored, Okay. So you got your starting nine. So that leaves what? How many bench guys? Don't Four? Four bench guys. How many guys can you take in the postseason? 26? 26. Yeah, four bench. No, five. It would be five? No, four. Why the fuck is this so hard? Because that's 13 and you have 13 pitchers, you said. No, they said they're only going to take 12 pitchers. Oh, so then five bench guys. All right, so... You say DJ's one. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his fucking face? Carpenter's two. Yeah. The other catcher's three. Yeah. Timmy Lowe. Tim, you're putting Timmy Lowe there? Timmy Lowe. All right. So then you, if you, that's your four. If the Yankees take 12 pitchers, you have your choice of Peraza, Hicks. Uh, who else would be a possibility? Let's say. Hicks, Peraza, and Marlon Gonzalez. Okay, so we want to do who would I take or who are the Yankees going to take? Well, who are you? Who would you take? Peraza, not three. even a question. Uh-huh. Not even a question. I think would uh, I think I would yeah I would take Peraza. I think he provides the most upside for the Yankees, but I also think that if the Yankees are going to put Tim Locascio on this roster, it's going to be really it, for me. It's going to be really hard for them to justify carrying Aaron Hicks. They're, you know they're going to. You know that's going to happen. You know they're going to say, we like having him off the bench because he's a switch hitter. A switch hitter. Blah, blah, blah. blah. You know that's happening. So let's just get it out of the way. Aaron Hicks will be on this roster unless the Yankees decide to take 13 pitchers, which I don't understand why they wouldn't. I think this this team is way can can benefit way more with an extra arm than they can with another guy off the bench. I could have sworn I saw them say they were leading towards twelve pitchers. 
Oh, smarter Yankees. Well, you don't need three starters. Okay. Okay. So you're going to have nine relievers? I guess so. So now comes time, Chris. Prediction time? Well, here's the other key, right? So I said my three keys. Garrett Cole. Okay. Who's gonna somebody's gotta step up and close? All right. Who's going to ride with Aaron Judge? Who's gonna be Robin to Batman? Well, here's where I come back and I I remind everybody of my rant that you cannot sit Giancarlo Stanton for anybody. That's because Big G Dig Bick needs to live up to his nickname. Swing that fucking thing out there and show New York what it takes to back up the greatest baseball player on the planet right now and lead us to a World Series. Big G's the guy. Big G's going to do it. People forget how dominant this guy was two years ago in the postseason. This guy carried the Yankees in the postseason. Carried them. Big G is the guy. I I honestly don't know where this confidence is coming from. But at least for this series, I have no doubts that the New York Yankees step it up for once and absolutely dominate. And I think it falls on the backs of Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, yeah, I mean, if there's one guy, one guy that is going to have his name in the lineup for for the for the postseason for the Yankees in the postseason, that can go out there and put fear into opposing managers and opposing pitchers the way that Aaron Judge does, it's John Carl Stanton. That's the guy. If, if, and the Yankee and we uh, talked about this. Hit two eleven. Uh, what was it, like a 746 OPS? That's not John Carlos Stan. No, but the That's dude still, had, still had fucking 30 homers. I still have 31 home runs. If he can go on one of those dig big tears and be John Carlos Stanton, where you have, you have to pitch to Aaron Judge because you don't want to have a guy on base for John Carlos Stanton. I mean, that's how the Yankees are going to going to be successful, and then that's also going to be where a guy like maybe Rizzo, if he's not splitting Judge and Stanton, or a guy like Donaldson who could be batting right after Stanton, could could clean up the crumbs, you know, pick up the pick up the pieces there, and and really do some damage because these guys are going to have to get through two monsters and kind of take their foot off the gas a little bit. And have to it and have and and have to deal with somebody else. So John Carlos stands that guy. Absolutely, it's absolutely him. Absolutely. When are we giving our predictions? Right now. Right now. You ready for mine? Yeah. What do you think mine is? You're gonna you're gonna say something. Yankee sweep. You you've never heard me say this. Never. If anyone is gonna be down on this team, it's me. The Yankees not only sweep, but they do it with their eyes half closed. This team's going to come out and be fucking lights out, and it's going to start with one motherfucker on the mound tomorrow night 
in Garrett Cole. He sets the tone, and the Yankees don't look back in this series. Yankees sweep three games. See you later. Okay, sweep. It all comes down to Garrett Cole. The Yankees, and this is I know this is a cop-out. I'm going to give an official prediction, but if he goes out there tomorrow night and fucking dominates, this series is over. The series is over for Cleveland. Over right then and there. Couldn't agree more. If he goes out there and he's okay, even if the Yankees win, they breathe. I think he gives, They're still breathing. They, Cleveland's still breathing. The Yankees might need four or five to finish them off. It's so hard to sit here and tell you, I know what Garrett Cole is going to show up tomorrow because I don't. It's so hard to sit here and give you a, a prediction that I feel good in because I don't know what Garrett Cole is going to do. I feel very confident, regardless of what Garrett Cole does tomorrow, that the Yankees are going to win this series. But because I'm just going to be optimistic and, I, and I'm ready, I'm ready for the first time in 13 fucking years to celebrate a World Series, it's time. This team can fucking do it. Now, will they? It remains to be seen. It obviously does. We don't know if they'll even get past Cleveland because it's, you know, nothing's guaranteed in life except for that you're going to die one day. Okay? Death and taxes, okay? You don't even have to pay those. You don't, okay? All right? But because I was the guy who hates Nestor Cortez so much that I said the Garrett Cole <laughs> SMD tour, this motherfucker was going to come out here and dominate shit, okay? Well, you know what? The tour started a little late this year. It was supposed to start on opening day. It didn't. And the, the tour was delayed, okay? Just like all these tours got delayed, all these big bands and, and comics and everybody else, they couldn't go on tour for two years for COVID, okay? Well, whatever Garrett Cole's reasoning was, he couldn't go on tour during the regular season. The SMD's tour, the Garrett Cole SMD tour starts tomorrow night. The Yankees have this shit in the fucking bag, okay? And we're talking about who's going to survive Houston, Cleveland while the Yankees are sitting there getting their pitching lined up after a three-game sweep. Okay? Wow. Wow. So there you go. Wow. Uh, Obviously, we don't know when we're going to be back because uh, games – this is how the schedule breaks down. The Yankees are going to play games one and two. On Tuesday and Thursday, then there's another off day, and then they play three in a row if it goes five. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So we're not sure when the next show will be. We'll have to wait until the ALDS is over, but uh, we'll be back, obviously, to break it all down at some point, and hopefully we can sit here and schedule a nice weekend recording because the Yankees have got this shit done and taken care of Saturday night. So we'll be obviously we'll be back at some point. We just don't know when yet. Thank you very much for joining us tonight live on NYY News TV. If you're still in the chat, please subscribe to the channel and like this video. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, getting hyped before game one, leave us a five-star rating and review. Please go to patreon.com slash NYYST. 
even though we won't be back on this channel until the series is over, I'll be on Patreon at some point to, to talk about what's been happening. Um, and follow me on Twitter at Christian underscore NYYST. I'll put out the link tomorrow. I will be on the Guardians pregame show ahead of game one to talk with Munch Bishop about the series around 630. Uh, when I get all the particulars, I'll tweet it out. So follow me there. Follow us on Twitter at NYYST underscore podcast. Uh, you're Chris Jr. underscore NYYST if you want to uh, follow get me. triggered. Hey. This, this, uh, this I'm being ratioed hardcore right now. I'm doing it on purpose. So if you guys want to have my back, you can head over to my Twitter and have my back. If not, I completely right. understand. All right, SGR is not with us, but I'll say this. Go Yanks. Chris, Fuck say goodbye. Yeah, poo! N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk yep. Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Woo. Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk uh. Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas